Welcome, my friends, to the Generations Radio Broadcast. Kevin Swanson, your host with you today. Coming to you from my basement out here in Eastern Plains, Colorado, with Bill Jack, our man from worldviewacademy.com. <laughs> Bill, I'm not in a very good mood today. I can tell. It's because of the 2022 you, elections. You're grumpy. I'm a little grumpy. You know what? Can it's, I join you in the grumpy it's, it's corner? It's a holy grumpiness. Yeah. Because... I'm not happy at all about the state of this nation and where we're headed in the 2022 elections. I'm just not happy. Nor am I. I mean, we hear all this about the red wave and it's going to be, you know, we're going to return to conservatism. You know what? I don't see that. No, no. The heart of this nation's in the wrong place. No, I agree. I agree totally. And it's evidenced by where we put our priorities and our values. Exactly. And that's what came out of the George Barna survey. On evangelicals. Now, he looked at the whole nation, said, where does abortion play in? And for evangelicals, man alive, it didn't even show up in the top five concerns for the average evangelical. Not on the list. So gas the top, prices. Uh, gas prices. Yeah, top gas five. prices. And, and That's what they're concerned about. I'm hearing uh, they that. Save, in, they want to save 30 cents a gallon slaughtering 7 million babies in the process. Right. That's what they want. That's I, just I, disgusting, I, Bill. It, That's just disgusting. Utterly disgusting. That's what the Republican leadership has said we that candidates should camp out on is gas prices, affordable housing, and crime. And, and you heard that from a congressman. Yes. Our, one of the best the state, of Colorado. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's up and for re-election. Say, Ken Buck. Ken Buck was confronted about this, uh, the, a pride fest that occurred at the Douglas County Fairgrounds. And there was a mama bear who, who took him on on that and uh-huh. asked him about, what are you, you going to do about that? And his response was, we just need to get our people elected, and then we can do something about that. But we can win on gas prices. That's a 90-10 on our favor. Uh-huh. We can win on, on crime. That's 90-10 in our favor. But don't get involved in these social issues. He, well, he wouldn't mention abortion. He uh-huh. wouldn't go after homosexuality. He wouldn't go after the perversions in the culture. Not Those, a priority for them. No. no. It is it's not a, a priority for God. Yes. Just not for the voters. And that's across the board in the Republican side of uh-huh. the political aisle. And, and the evangelicals. Yes. Uh, we're talking about evangelicals, my friends. We're talking about the most conservative 15% of the U.S. population, and they are losers. They're just losers, friends. Uh, as on average... The evangelicals in America are going for gas prices, number one, inflation, number two, food prices, number three, crime and personal safety, number four. Forget about safety for babies. Protection for terrorism. I mean, how many people have been killed by terrorism in America in the last four years? Oh, oh well, if you listen to the to the left, it's it's the uh, those crazy anti-choice terrorists. What about the seven million babies <laughs> yeah. slaughtered in the womb? I'm That's my you. question. Uh, and here's what Jesus said, take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. It sounds to me like for evangelicals, their life consists of the things they possess. It's their food prices. It's their gas prices. It's inflation that bothers them more than anything else. Here's the message I have for conservatives that put inflation over abortion in the 2022 elections. May your money perish with you. Yeah. Isn't that what Jesus was? That's what Peter said to Simon. Yeah. May your money perish with you. If you're going to put your hope in material things, then it's going to dissipate. What does this tell you about the heart of this nation, the heart of evangelicals in America, attending churches across this country? Let's get to the heart of the problem. Here's what Jesus said. 
Those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, a snare, into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith and their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. That comes from 1 Timothy chapter 6. The Apostle Paul brings that to us. But friends, I'm telling you, it's got to the point where people are not laying up treasures in heaven anymore. They're laying up treasures upon earth where moth and rust corrupts and inflation will corrupt one way or the other. We're going to talk about that just a little bit later. But here's here's the root issue before we take the break. The root issue is people are reacting out of fear of the voters, fear of the media, fear of the bad guys getting in, fear of losing a few bucks to inflation. Rather than? The fear of God. Yep. It's just the fear of God. There is no fear of God before the evangelical eyes today. There's no fear of God before evangelical churches today. With the exception of, I don't know what, 30 churches across America? I don't know. But it certainly doesn't show up in the polls. Be back with more in just a moment on the Generations Broadcast. What happens when a culture that was established and guided by biblical principles abandons the faith and seeks to live by its own wisdom? In his latest groundbreaking work, Epic, The Rise and Fall of the West, Kevin Swanson unfolds the dramatic history of Western civilization, highlighting the phenomenal impact that Jesus Christ and his people have had upon the thought, culture, and institutions of the Christian West as well as tracing the slow but devastating decline of Western civilization and the key factors that have led to our spectacular fall over the centuries. A sobering narrative of gospel hope, this book urges its reader to greater fervency in the work of discipleship and the development of an international vision for the church. This is truly a must-read for any Christian seeking to understand the times and seasons in which we live You can claim your hardcover copy of Epic, The Rise and Fall of the West by visiting generations.org slash store today. That's generations.org slash store. And we're back on the Generations broadcast, coming back to the 2022 elections. The heart of this nation is... Totally corrupted as we come into the elections, my friends. They don't care about abortion. It turns out the left does. It turns out that for the left, it's always the top two, three issue, but not for evangelicals in America. They don't care about the issues that matter most for God. You know why God destroys nations? The shedding of innocent blood and sexual perversion. Those are the two reasons. But nobody really fears God. So it's like, who cares about abortion? Who cares about a candidate's position on Obergefell and homosexuality, transgenderism in the public schools, et cetera, et cetera? In the public square in Douglas County, they had a pride fest at the county fairgrounds. And the commissioners uh, took a lot of heat about that. And one commissioner has even gone so far as to say this in a tweet. He said, you know, that we just recently had at our Douglas County Fairgrounds, we had clowns in wigs and makeup making the crowd laugh at our rodeo. What's the difference? There is a difference. There's a huge difference. A a clown in a rodeo versus transvestites. A drag queen reading to little kids and dancing provocatively Uh before children. There's a difference. There's a difference. difference This guy's got to be blind, but you know what? Ultimately, this man is kowtowing to the zeitgeist. He, he wants to fall down and worship 
at the temple of transvestism yes. and homosexuality. That, that's and he's that a is the god Christian. of the day, and well, he's a self-proclaimed. Christian. I have a hard time believing that. For he, sure. he, he, he went on to say, he went on to say that uh, he he said that I think that men have the ability to express themselves how they see fit. A woman in pants is no different from a man in a dress. I don't support anti-gay or thinly veiled anti-gay rhetoric or bigotry in my community. Now, that's in the end quote. Notice how cleverly he he mixes the issues. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's upset with Christians who are wanting to protect children from sexual grooming. Uh-huh. And, and this particular Christian will persecute other Christians. Yes. Make no mistake about it. This is the kind of guy who will put Christian pastors in prison in the year 2028. That's just the way it works, my friends. Yep. It's the qu- squish Christians. It's the squish Republicans, conservatives that are your greatest enemy. And this is one reason why I am not voting for a candidate for governor in the 2022 elections in Colorado. Now, that may be a shock to some who are listening who happen to be in the state of Colorado. They're running against our homosexual governor, but the candidates, the Republican and the American Constitution Party candidates, both are squish on abortion. They make exceptions for rape and incest, the health of the mother, etc. And that's unacceptable. I don't vote for unprincipled Republicans. The squish Republicans know better than the Democrats, my friends. And when it I'll comes sp- down to it, not a dime's worth of difference. And that's why I ran as a consistently pro-life candidate in 1994 for governor. That's yep. why I ran in, for the U.S. Senate seat as American Constitution Party. Sadly, the American Constitution Party is a loser party at this point. Uh, I think a lot of what we did was a waste of time now because this generation is more squished than the previous generation. Very, very sad things happening in uh, in this generation, my friends, especially when it comes to the political sphere. And, and that includes the candidate for U.S. Senate. In the state of Colorado. In the state of Colorado. He, yeah. has, he has come out in ads on TV touting his position that he is pro-choice up through five months of a pregnancy. Yeah. So, now, so he, is, he'd kill kids all the way to what? Yeah. 22 weeks. Exactly. Uh, so so yeah, the, why, why would we you vote for him? Why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, he's still killing kids. Yeah. Oh, murdering babies. Oh, because, because I want to save 30 cents a gallon of my gas. That's why I want to vote for him. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And see how that works on Judgment Day. Yeah. We'll just see how that works out on Judgment Day, my friends. I think a little fear of God as the beginning of wisdom and knowledge would be appropriate for American churches yeah. and the American evangelicals. A lot of people I've talked to are voting down ballot. They're not. They're not. They're in the same position we are. They cannot, in good conscience, vote for candidates who are pro killing babies. Well, the, that's. I- that's what we need to say. Pro-killing babies. They are for killing babies. I've gone door to door working for a friend of mine who's a candidate. And I went to this one door and this is and and knocked on the door. A lady came to the door and she said, what is the candidate's position on abortion? I said, he's unequivocally pro-life. And she said, no. She said, I'm, I'm pro-choice. I said, so you are for killing babies? And she smiled and gave me two thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They're they're. At that point, what do you issue. say? Right. You just go, I said, that makes me sad. And I turn uh-huh. around and walk, walk yeah. away. There is no sense arguing with somebody like that. Mm-hmm. There's no sense in trying to, to persuade them reasonably if they're going to smile and give me two thumbs up when I say you are for killing babies. And the, the irony of it all is that uh, these Republican voters will get what they deserve if they put their pocketbook above Abortion, when it comes to the voting booth 
my friends, the irony of this is people vote Republican on inflation and it will likely get worse. The Republicans are worse than the Democrats when it comes to quantitative easing. <laughs> the Republicans are those that produce the most inflation, even beyond what the Democrats have done. Republican administrations are responsible for $4.5 trillion of QE. Biden responsible for $1.3 trillion. All right, so let's just get the facts down. It was Trump that provided the uh, quantitative easing necessary for the inflation that we're experiencing now. That came from Donald Trump. It's the Republicans that will give them more of the, what they deserve. These Republican voters have put inflation first and say, oh, Republicans are the best when it comes to financial issues, economic issues, saving money for me, for my pocketbook. Uh-uh, I don't think so. Republican administrations are responsible for $4.5 trillion of quantitative easing. And Biden was responsible so far for $1.3 trillion of QE, most of the inflation due to Donald Trump, not Joe Biden. The hypocrisy, the sheer sickening hypocrisy of the Republican voters just drips. The conservatives hide their taxes in debt. That's what Liz Truss was trying to do in England, trying to hide, you know, cut taxes and increase spending and then increase the amount of debt and bonds that was necessary to cover uh, the government debt, and of course, that, all that thing blew up on Liz Truss. And the same thing will happen to these cheap Republicans in the United States as well. The most insidious tax is debt spending, and that's, of course, why Republicans go for it first, because they're hip- hypocrites. When governments go into debt to pay for things each year, it's really hidden taxation. Either the debt is passed on to future taxpayers or the value of the debt is reduced by government printing more money, and that's inflation. And so these these Republicans are deceitful politicians and often conservatives boasting of lowering taxes while increasing government spending. It's just sheer, sickening, deceitful hypocrisy that constitutes Republicans and conservatives and those who vote for them. When presidential administrations contributed uh, to this insidious form of taxation over the last uh, 30 to 40 years, here's the historical summary. President Richard Nixon, 1.1% average. President Gerald Ford, 3.6% average. President Jimmy Carter, 2.3% average. President Ronald Reagan, 4.1% average. President George Bush, 4.1% average. President Bill Clinton, 1.6% average. President George W. Bush, 3.3% average. President Barack Obama, 4.9% average. President Donald Trump, 7.4% average. Over these 50 years, the average deficit spending for Republican administrations, which would cause the kind of inflation we're facing now, the average for Republicans, 3.9%. The average deficit spending for Democrats, 2.9%. All right, so who's more guilty? Of deficit spending. The Republicans are more guilty of this insidious form of taxation called deficit spending. The average for Republican administrations was 3.9%. The average deficit spending for a Democrat administration was 2.9%. Well, for Democrats, abortion is the number two issue just under health care. Why? Because they're into killing kids. For Republicans, abortion is the number 12 issue. Okay, if you go all the way down to where abortion finally kicks in for Republicans, number 12. Well under the economy, violent crime, immigration, voting policies, gun policy, energy policy, health care, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, the homosexual mirage thing, the Obergefell issue, not even on the survey for evangelicals. Wow. Right. The, the, the values survey that was conducted by George Barna and others, my friends, homosexual mirage did not even show up. Republican surveys totally ignore the issue. Who cares about reversing Obergefell? They don't even want to state their opposition to the marriage equality bill. Nobody wants to talk about it. Lot and his family are 
not doing a cotton-picking thing to reverse the policies in Sodom. I wonder where this brimstone is coming from. What's going on here? I, I, I smell that. You smell sulfur. it? Yeah. yeah. I, I smell a little something. Yeah. yeah. See, these are the sorts of things that God cares about, but evidently evangelicals could care a whit about any of this. I asked Senator Ted Cruz about this. I asked him about reversing Obergefell in a closed-door meeting at one point. He said, not a chance. As long as the pastors in America will not stand up. Exactly. That's, that was, and of course, that's the root issue. That's the reason these pastors of evangelical churches around America are not making this an issue. They, and, they are, do not fear God and know that his judgment is coming, and they're not willing to preach that the judgment of God will fall upon this country. Otherwise, God will have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah, as uh, as. Mrs. Graham put it yeah. in a in a in a uh, article written by Billy Graham shortly before he died. Will God have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah for what evangelicals are doing to support Sodom and Gomorrah in the 2022 elections? That's my question, and that's the question every pastor in America needs to answer as we approach the 2022 elections. In fact, pastors say we we don't want to touch that because we don't want to politicize the pulpit. No, no, no. You are politicizing the pulpit because you're afraid that if you do address that issue, then you will lose money in the plate and and seats in the pews, and that is politicizing and you, the pulpit. And, and they might actually get some people saved, and yes, you know, of course, they wouldn't who's want that poli- to happen. Who's politicizing? Right. If they preach the law of God, call men and women to repentance and faith in Jesus who died on the cross for the sin of homosexuality as well as the other sins. Uh, wow, they might actually get people saved in their churches, and they certainly don't want to take that chance. No. Okay, friends. Uh, well, what about crime? These are the things that matter so much to the evangelical voters. It's crime, personal safety. That's, that's what matters. Well, there was an extra 5,000 murders in America in 2020. That dropped the percent in 2021. Violent crime was up 5%. But property crimes were down 8%. So really, is crime really the issue? No, hardly. In fact, violent crime isn't anything close to what it was in the 1990s in America. Not even close to what it was in the 1990s. But But apparently, it's the big deal. Seven million abortions in America in any given year. Not a big deal. And and we got an increase of 5,000 murders. And oh, by the way, violent crime only up 5%. Property crimes down 8%. And everybody wants to rush into the polls and vote for people who appear uh, just fake like they want to be tough on crime. Right. And then that's the one I'm getting in the, the postcards coming in the mail. You know, they're like, these are the Republicans going, oh, yeah. crime is way crime, up. You know, crime. Oh, I think there were 22 murders in Colorado in the last, you know, 12 months. Oh, oh you know, uh, what about the, you know, 8,000 abortions? What about that? 30, Are we going to talk ba- about that? 30 babies no, oh, no. a day. Oh, no. Let's, 30 babies a day. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Let's not talk about the 9,000 abortions going on in this this state and it's more than that when it, you count the IUD abortions and the rest. But, friends, uh, the big thing for Republicans is crime. That's the big thing. Uh, I'm just done with squishy Republicans, Bill. I, I'm, I'm done with this. The argument goes something like this. We can kill millions and millions of babies, but as long as we keep the Mexicans out and act like we're tough on crime, we're going to have a great nation. Make America great again. Doesn't that just make you sick? Mm-hmm. That's the essence of hypocrisy. Nations like this are begging for God's judgment. And that, we just need to call the Republicans back to what their party platform says. They they have a very strong pro-life position on the, in, the, in the party platform, and yet they don't hold to that. 
it is symbolism over substance, as one radio host used to say, as Rush Limbaugh used to say. They yeah. they give the appearance, yeah. okay, but they don't follow through. And we're not just pointing at politicians. No. We're not just talking about the leadership in the Republican Party. We're, 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 we're talking about the pastors. Yeah. We're talking about the voters. We're talking about evangelicals. Man, judgment begins in the household of God, and it belongs there right now. It just belongs there right now. As long as the politicians are disinterested in reversing Obergefell or stopping child killing, Bill, I don't think there's any use showing up in the polls. Why, why, why bother? No, there, there, there are a few who have not bowed a knee to bail. I and guess that's, that. that's where I think we need to, we can vote down ballot. We can vote in, in local elections where we have candidates who will and have shown the, the intestinal fortitude to stand against evil. Um, but at, the higher you get, the less likely that occurs. As we have seen and talked about with Senate candidate here in Colorado, with others who are seeking higher office. But I, th- I think as citizens, we can't check out. We have to press in and we have to hold our elected officials and those who are candidates accountable to what they say, to the position that the, their various parties Constitution Party, Republican Party, Democrat Party, we need to say, are you in line with this? And if so, I'm going to vote according to what the Bible says, not according to my conscience, not according to my pocketbook, not according to my gas gauge, but according to what God's Word says. I'm I'm looking here on the table at Francis Schaeffer's uh, collection, and I'm reminded that he, he often said that people will go for personal peace and prosperity. That's what we're seeing. Boy, isn't that what's going on in the 2020 yeah. elections? Yeah. It's all about personal peace Just and Just don't touch yeah. my personal peace yeah. and my prosperity, yeah. and I'll, I'll be happy. Yep, that's it. And as long as the American Value Survey doesn't even include reversing Obergefell on the list of concerns, the whole Sodom thing, as long as the American evangelicals are like, what? Homosexuality, no big deal. As long as they say that, my friends, it's hardly worth voting. God's judgment is inevitable on the nation. I think we're so far gone as a nation. What are we going to do now? We are so far gone as a nation. What are we going to do now? Fall, and on, the, fall on our faces and plead God's mercy. There you go. And teach your children the fear of God yeah. as you sit in your house, as you walk by the way, as you rise up and as you lie. I can't think of anything else. But to fear God ourselves, to learn the fear of God, to learn the awesomeness of God, the judgment of God, yes, the mercies of God, which are new every morning. But they're mercies because... He's foregoing his judgments when he comes upon those who repent of their sins, fall on their faces, and cry out for his mercy. My friends, that's the gospel message, but that's largely lost. Why? Because the message of God's law, the message of God's holiness, the message of God's judgment is ignored by the evangelical crowd, by and large. And therefore, his mercy means nothing. Therefore, the gospel means nothing. Therefore, the atonement of Jesus means nothing. What we need is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. We need to bring the foundation of wisdom and knowledge as the fear of God back into our schools, back into our homes, and certainly, certainly, certainly back into our churches. And that wraps up this edition of the Generations Broadcast. Get a copy of Epoch, The Rise and Fall of the West to better understand why all this brimstone coming down. 
Epoch, The Rise and Fall of the West, available at our website, generations.org. This is Kevin Swanson inviting you back again next time as we continue to lay down a vision for the next generation.